Welcome everybody to the TCR. We are the Celebrity Report bringing you another podcast today on Cyber Monday. Yeah, hello people. How have you been? Hope you've been good. Yeah, hope you've been good. Uh, but let, let's just get straight on to the first story for today. But uh, uh, Tiana Taylor, my body just gave out. So um, Tiana Taylor went to the hospital over the weekend because she says her body just gave out. Um, Tiana took a pic of herself in a hospital bed, telling fans in Connecticut she was sorry for canceling at the last minute and promising to make a good um, at some point in the future, you know. And it's unclear what happened, but Tiana's had a rough couple of months. Back in August, she discovered uh, lumps in her breast and underwent emergency surgery. Fortunately, doctors gave her an all-clear. Uh, as for the latest scare, she said, My body simply gave out, which actually started a few days ago. Shut down. My body actually low-key betrayed me because our bitch was trying to get on uh, on stage, on that stage. Uh, she went on a caution, but honestly, you have to listen to your body and uh, know when, when to sit down or it will definitely sit you down. In the ER, I've got the proper fluids and nutrients back into my body. All night morning, I will take the few days off to re- uh, continue to recover. Um, Tiana made news earlier this month after stopping her show in the wake of Asteroid Catastrophe to make sure people in the audience were okay. Uh, we got her at LAX, and she said artists alone can't be responsible for the safety of everyone in the crowd, especially at the show's as big as Travis, uh, Travis's. And it's also up to show the venue and safety, uh, and security to keep things from getting out of hand. I, I think that's one really good point, you know, that, that she's made. And I think we need to focus more on safety like that. Yeah, a lot, a lot. Like she said, it's not mainly on the artists, but they have a big role in it. You know, they can still stop the concert if they want to. Like other people are gonna do it, but they have the power. You know, they have the power to control the crowd. Yeah, they have the power. I just don't see why there's more of that. Like I saw a video of Lincoln Park where they where they uh, help a fan, and. And that's our next story for today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a band helps fan reunite with his prosthetic leg. So, uh, Guar shows are known to be hardcore, but things got so crazy for one fan. For one fan, he found himself without his prosthetic leg and desperate for the performer to help him out. The heavy metal band uh, had a show in LA last week, and everything came up with a halt when a fan named Baron Vidar, who has a prosthetic leg, was apparently crowd surfing and lost his limb. Uh, Vidar made it to the front of the stage and somehow was able to get the attention of the Guar members to get his leg back. Uh, the official Guar Instagram page posted on Instagram and uh, the band's guitarist stopped the show and announced to the crowd, if anybody's got a fake leg out there or an extra fake leg, send it this way because this guy needs an effing leg, you know. Uh, like, like, these, like these band members are truly insane but also truly... Truly, truly helpful, you know, not like some people, not going to name any names, but I kind of did in the last story. <laughs> I shot strong, shot strong. Yeah, shots thrown at them. Um, but back to the story. Then almost instantly, the leg pops up in the hand of a member of the crowd about 50 feet back and is passed to Baron. Uh, Baron was able to get his prosthetic uh, fitted back on and presumably enjoy the rest of the show without incident. Now, that is hardcore, ladies and gentlemen. That is really hardcore. Yeah, I, I imagine if you dared have one of those and then you lost it. But then instead of doing that, people just throw it around. They broke it. I would be so pissed. Like, I would I would be so pissed. Like, honestly. 
I mean, yeah, it's, it's a prosthetic leg. Those are not cheap, people. Those are not cheap. So if you ever see one and suspect that someone you've seen lost it, then give it back to them, people. Don't, like, steal it or anything like that. That's that's not that's not the good thing to do. Uh, and we'll be right back. We're taking a break. Alright, J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So, the food drive with the kiddos. So, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are helping the kids give back. Working hard in front of them uh, with their daughters to help fight hunger in the community and doing the grunt work. It was a joint effort over the Thanksgiving weekend at Ben's house in Pacific uh, Palisades where they hosted a food drive for Rice Against Hunger. Uh, as you can see, Ben and Jen were tasked with unloading a huge truck and hauling 50-pound sacks of rice and goods into the house. And he flexed his muscles, even slinging two bags over his shoulders at a time. Jello was pretty impressive too, doing it all in high heels. Wow, really getting, like, uh, getting like, heavy-ass rice bags. And heels must be really hard. That like that must be a really hard thing to do. Yeah, I, c- I couldn't imagine that. And I I I I feel like people often like expect celebrities to not be able. To, I don't know why. Like everybody has their strengths. They're able to do stuff. I I just feel like there's a general aura of people who don't think celebrities are strong unless they have visible muscle. But then again, normal people carry these types of things. This is just a food drive, you know, ladies and gentlemen. But it's a really good thing that they're doing here, especially with the kids. Yeah, especially with them. Uh, but Ben's oldest daughter, Violet, appeared to be leading the effort. And his uh, other daughter, uh, Safarina, was doing a part along well with Jen's daughter, Amy. Uh, food insecurity and hunger is a huge issue nationwide. And Rice helps provide food and support local communities. Uh, ben and Jen haven't officially murdered the broads yet. Uh, they're not married or even engaged, but they're sure acting like one big uh, happy modern family, you know. Uh, I said modern family. But yeah, I'm saying, I love seeing them, you know, together. They're happening in the community. Truly a good, good thing, you know. Uh, also, relating back to young Dolph, it was, it was uh, Kind of sad that that was his last thing doing, but it was also pretty pretty cool that the that the last thing he was doing, uh, but he tragically died. But at least the last thing he was doing was helping the community and giving back to the community. So that's really good. All right. Uh, so to the next story. Um, Ciara serenades Russ for QB's thirty uh, 33rd birthday. So, Ciara didn't let a road trip to Washington prevent her from celebrating her man's birthday because the pop star serenaded uh, Russell Wilson for his 33rd birthday and she brought cupcakes for the occasion, too. Okay, cupcakes. I mean, you could have bought a cake, but I guess cupcakes, you know. I guess cupcakes are good, too. Like, in any occasion, you got to have a good cupcake, you know. Uh, I'm too focused on this. But cupcake icing is better than cake icing. Get mad. Get mad. All right. But the NFL superstar had to hit the road for his cake day this year as the Seahawks are set up to take on the Washington football team on Monday night. So they're taking him on today. Uh, but his talented wife made sure the big day got off on a positive note nonetheless. Ciara sang him happy birthday in his hotel room and she even brought him out to a grip of candlelit sweet treats as well. Uh, Wilson clearly loved the gestures. He leaned in for a big kiss from his wife. Blew up the candles and later on in his Instagram, I love when you sing to daddy. Oh my god. That, that, that is just love if I've ever seen a ladies and gentlemen. 
especially especially some private stuff you know that they may do but it's really funny to see to, to like see this you know uh russ and ciara together or they're, they're just like a power couple you know they're they're actually just a there's just they're they're just they're, they're just great people in the relationship. Uh, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I'm tired. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's an amazing gesture from Shiara, and Seahawks fans are certainly hoping it brings some good juju to Wilson, who's struggling um in his return from a finger injury. Russ is zero two uh since coming back to the lineup, and if the Hawks lose to the WFT on MNF. Their season might be over. So yeah, cupcakes and singing are definitely great presents. But something tells us Russ uh, would be plenty happy to leave FedEx Field with a win. Yeah, I really want to see them win too. It would be really great, especially after the, the birthday presents, you know. Um, but we just, we just get away see. So yeah, we'll be right back. Uh, we're taking a little break, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, people. So, what we'll get into the story, Pete Buttigieg, not sure he'll ever run for office again. So, Pete Buttigieg, and says he's not going uh, back on the campaign trail, possibly run, possibly uh, running for POTUS again in 2024, but he's not completely shutting the door either. The former um, presidential hopeful and current uh, Secretary of Transportation joined us, and uh, we asked him about the buzz around the Beltway, about him making a second run for the White House. And right now, Portugal says he's not feeling like there's anything inspiring to him because he's plenty busy trying to make an impact in his current job, which includes eradicating a good chunk of the $1 trillion infrastructure deal. Pete made a push with the White House in 2020 before Joe Biden won the Democratic nomination and eventually the general election. While some people seem to think that Mr. Secretary is getting up for a second bite at the campaign trail, uh, PB says he doesn't, uh, you know, see his need for it. Not, in, not now, at least, you know. Um, aside from Ms. Palecto, Pete, Pete's also, uh, got his hands on full being a parent with his husband, Chastin. And, as you could tell, he loves being a dad to twins, a boy and a girl. So, congratulations to him. He might not run for that, but, but, I mean, he's really busy now. Like, he just became a father as well. I, 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 I would expect everybody to be, like, having a kid, not, not to have the time, you know, and stuff to do that. I mean, some people do, but... It's not really a thing that most people do, especially with the presidential runs and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, it's like it's like saying, oh, look, I have a kid. I expect myself to, I don't know, go on a marathon tomorrow. No, that's not how it is. So, you know, it's just that. Yeah. Um, as for what I would take for him to seek a nomination for president, well, he's definitely left the door cracked open. Just watch what he told us. Uh, there's some clues about what need to happen for him and get back on the horse, you know. Um, I'm pretty sure he will do a good job, you know. Definitely, he, I don't think he would do the, the best job, but he would definitely do a good job as, as a presidential candidate and as the president if he does become the president. So, uh, that, that that's awesome, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, Um. on to the next story, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'll get on to the next story. So, Ju uh, Juicy Somlet, Chicago trial finally begins for alleged hoax attack. So, Julie Somlet's back in Chicago, finally standing trial for allegedly staging uh, the racist and homophobic attack he reported the cops. Um, and he's brought lots of backup. The actor was greeted by a huge crowd of reporters and photographers on his way uh, to the courthouse Monday morning. Um, 
Jesse was flanked by seven family members, including his sister, Journey Smollett, as he strode uh, to face charges of felony disorderly conduct over the alleged uh, January 2019 attack. A grand jury indicated Smollett last year on six counts, all related lying to cops about the incident, and he's pled not guilty to all the charges. Um, This is taken to two for Chicago and prosecuting Smollett for allegedly lying. He originally been hit with 16 charges, but the prosecutor's office unexpectedly dropped all of them back in March of 2019. And a special prosecutor then presented a case to the grand jury, resulting in six new charges. So you recall Jesse originally said two white men had attacked him at 2 a.m. on a brutally uh, cold night, hurling homophobic and racist slurs and pouring what he believed to be bleach all over him. He also claimed they yelled, this is MAGA country. Uh, at him and left a rope around his neck. Um, there is body cam footage, you could just search it up. Uh, however, Abel and Ola Azdario eventually came forward and claimed the whole thing was staged. The brothers, who are definitely not white, told cops uh, Jesse paid them to, pu- to pull off the fake attack, who pissed off Chicago uh, PD and led them to Cook County State Attorney Ken Fox, bringing the original charges back. So the, uh, so the Asandrio brothers are expected to testify during Jesse's new trial, and uh, the seeking justice now is generally, uh, finally begins. The trial was delayed until the pandemic, um, sadly, but uh, Smollett faces a maximum, uh, you know, three years in prison if uh, he's convicted on all charges. I think that, I think he deserves, you know, just blaming it on people. I'm not saying that he should blame it just because you're white. You know, I'm saying that he shouldn't do it because they're just ran. There's just randoms that he paid. You know, you can't do that. It is misordinary conduct. You know, and it, and it's tragic, but he re is doing those doing those decisions that he shouldn't have made. Challenge. So yeah, what are your words on this? I don't think anybody should make face allegations because you could. First of all, people that you're allegating could get in trouble, but they want of course. And you could get in trouble, you know, like he just did. So it's it's kind of a 50-50 that you or the person that you uh, alleged could get in trouble. And I don't think anyone wants that. But there's there's many ways in the law system, you know. There's many ways. All right, everybody. So um, on this next story for today, this actually happened today. And uh, Kanye West deletes Instagram post uh, following the death of Virgil Abloh. We didn't... um, speak out about this but you may have heard that virtual Abloh passed away on sunday may his may his soul rest in peace he was he was one of our biggest inspirations you know he was a good designer artist a visioneer and many more you know he, he was truly a good man and people were starting to label this as the um you know as the uh what's like after so there's pre there's a uh, the, the the era without Virgil in it, you know. But Kim Kardashian, uh, a longtime friend of Virgil, just posted um, a touching tribute to him, saying, "God doesn't make mistakes. I know that, but I still can't help it but ask why. Why Virgil? Why him so soon? It's simply hard to understand why. I've had a hard time understanding why so many pure souls were taken away so early." Uh, she also sends love to his wife Shannon saying, because you loved and supported Virgil the way that you did, he was able to give so much himself to everyone else. So thank you truly for sharing him with us the way that you did. Virgil's legacy will live on forever through Shannon, Lowe, and Gray. Um, 
And Kanye West is grieving the loss of his close friend, Virgil Abloh. Um, they collabed on many things, and they were truly great, like, best buddies, you know? And, and it seems he's deleted every post on his Instagram page in response to Abloh's death. Uh, we're not sure if he deleted it, because uh, going on his reels and videos and stuff like that, there's still uh, stuff on there, so he may have just archived his post, but it, they're still gone. And Ye's Instagram page went blank uh, this morning. About 24 hours after it was announced that the Louis Vuitton visionary had passed away. After a private battle with cancer, Kanye has not spoken out publicly since the news broke. But the two had a very strong friendship, so you have to imagine he's devastated. Yeah. And then to find out barely on Sunday, the day he passed away. You know, he kept it private since 2019. I don't think that's a problem. You know, many people got mad. I don't see why, you know, if. If the guy wants to keep it private, let him keep it private, you know. If you want to keep having cancer private, keep it private. It, 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 it's your illness. It's the thing you want to keep private. You know, you don't want people to worry about you. And that's what he did, you know. He was a truly great man, you know. Celebrity tributes poured in from other celebrities, you know, athletes of all sorts. And people who had either interacted with Virgil directly or had been inspired by his work. Like I said, I've been inspired by his work. And Chiron G2, huh? Yeah, I've been inspired. Um, you, we're, we're gonna work on the, our team and I, we're gonna, and the designers and stuff, we're gonna work on the new logo for TMZ, uh, sorry, I mean, uh, TCR, I was thinking about it later, TCR, um, in January, so we're gonna get a new logo in January, so people tune in, so after Christmas, or after the days of Christmas, starting on January 1st, we're gonna do the podcast, uh, you know, obviously, and we're gonna get a new logo. So, uh, that, that'll be. But yeah, back to the story. Kanye and Virgil had their bumps in the road along the years, with Kanye upset Virgil had taken the Louis job, but they resolved things in 2018 during a, a Louis Vuitton fashion show. The two embraced, cried, and everything seemed to be good and then on. Uh, one of, if not the last time they two saw each other, was at Kanye's Donda listening event in Chicago. Uh, while his cancer battle was entirely hidden from the public, those closest to him, including Kanye, knew Virgil had been sick for quite some time. Uh, Virgil was just twenty, uh, was just forty-one years old. He was a great, great man, great designer, great artist, great at everything. You know, uh, I miss him right now. You know, he was truly one of the best figures of the. Uh, I, I some people say I might sound. I, I might sound, you know, too confident to say this, but I believe he was one of the very most inspirational and greatest artists of the 21st century. I'm just going to say that right now. Other than Kanye, yes, he was. He was. But we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Uh, so, Bill Cosby, the U.S. Supreme Court needs to weigh in. So, uh, Bill Cosby is a free man, but prosecutors are asking the highest court in the land to review his case, claiming he was never given immunity from a PA prosecutor in the Andrew Constant case. And according to the legal documents obtained by us, uh, prosecutors in Pennsylvania are asking the U.S. Supreme Court to look at the PA Supreme Court ruling, which overturned Cosby's conviction. Uh, leading to his immediate release from prison. You know, uh, remember Cosby walked free 
uh, back in June after serving more than two years of a 10-year sentence in a sexual assault case. Uh, the PA Supreme Court ruled the, sorry, the conviction was bogus because Cosby had relied on agreement with a, a previous prosecutor to not criminally charge him when he was deposed in the constant case. In the new documents, prosecutors are calling on the U.S. Supreme Court um, to right away what they say is a grievous wrong, arguing Cosby's overturned conviction is a slippery slope that could set a dangerous, you know, precedent, you know. They insist Cosby wasn't given lifetime immunity from prosecution just because the former prosecutor declined uh, to criminally charge him at the time. But uh, the appeal is a, is a bit of a Hail Mary on behalf of prosecutors. The the U.S. Supreme Court hears in less of 1% of petitions, but there's still a chance. However, uh, it, it, it's very, it's very, very slim. You know, it, it's very, it, it's not a good chance, but it's very slim. Uh, but Cosby's spokesperson, Andrew, we- uh, Andrew Wyatt, is ripping prosecutors over the appeal, saying the DA's office is unwilling to accept its epic loss, and he's calling it a pathetic last-ditch effort that will not prevail. I don't really have thoughts about this, you know. I don't really know what to think anymore. Cosby was a good man. I'm saying he was. I mean, I think he still is, but all the, all the allegations are just uh, unbearable to watch, you know, all of them. And he, he, he got a two years of his tenure, you know. But we'll just have to see what what happens next, you know. We don't know his next move. We don't know every anybody's next move. We're just, you know, we're we're just saying it right now. But on to the next story, ladies and gentlemen. Marilyn Manson, uh, the Alley County Sheriff, raids his home in sexual assault investigation. No, sexual assault. So Marilyn Manson's uh, home was crawling with detectives from the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. And it's related to his ongoing sexual assault uh, um, investigations. Uh, we've learned that our law enforcement sources tell us that the Special Victims Unit detectives went to the Shock Rockers' home in West Hollywood early Monday morning, um, executing a search warrant. We're told Marilyn was not home at the time, and law enforcement forced entry with the warrant in hand. Our sources say that the search warrant is in connection to ongoing probes into sexual assault allegations against Marilyn. And um, police seized media storage units, including hard drives, which will not be reviewed before the case is submitted to the Los Angeles, Los Angeles County District Attorney. And Tim, uh, we broke the story. Uh, cops started digging into the abuse allegations uh, against Emin back in February, meeting with one of the alleged victims. Um... But Manson is accused of locking women in a soundproof room in the home, something he allegedly did to punish them. Manson has denied all the allegations, and sources connected to his legal team say they are cooperating with the investigation. So we'll just have to see what happens. I don't. I think he's a good man, you know. But we'll just have to see, because the, tr- the truth has to be revealed, and I hope that theories and rumors are not true. But yeah. Uh, true and tell me what time it is. Uh, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. It is that time of the podcast. It is the last story. <laughs> yeah, last story. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but this is the last story. It will just say it. So, Dr. Oz is officially a candidate for you in the Senate. So, Matthew McConaughey uh, may have chickened out and running for Texas governor, but we've learned that Dr. Um, Oz is going full board in Pennsylvania because our sources say he's dedicated uh, to run for a U.S. Uh, US Senate race uh, for a seat. 
Sources with direct knowledge tell us that Dr. Ross has just made a multi-million dollar media buy in the state. A media buy to, pu uh, to push his impending cadencency. Uh, um, Oz appeared in an interview live recently and was coy about running, but he sounded like he was leaning in that direction, you know. And since then, we've learned that he has a full campaign staff, including Chris Hansen, not the Chris Hansen from uh, How to Catch a Predator, to manage the campaign. Hansen ran the National Public Scenario uh, Committee. So it's not the same Chris Hansen as, like, How to Catch a Predator. No, why would he be there, you know? Um, but yeah, as far as for a show, we haven't gotten an official word, but it's likely more Dr. Raws will step back from his talk show, at least over the next few months, you know? So you may not see Dr. Raws. You may see reruns and stuff like that, but not new episodes. But we're told Oz may make an announcement Tuesday night on FNC's Hannity. So tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night. So we'll just wait for that and we'll port it out. And he says something important. So yeah, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, for today. This has been TCR. We are the Celebrity Report. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, say bye, Chironji. Bye, people. I hope to see you tomorrow. We hope to see you tomorrow. We're going to do another podcast tomorrow, obviously. So, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye.